Hello, friends. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement, and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Equippers International podcast. We're studying the book of Romans, and we're in chapter 5, where we'll begin in the first verses there in just a minute in this episode. But before we do that, let's just do a little bit of summarizing, because it really is a good place in the book where we can stop for a minute and pause. There's a very real transition that takes place the way I see it in chapter 5. It's as though Paul is going to now turn his conversation on a much more personal and experiential level with his readers. What I mean by that is it seems to be up to this point, Paul has been laying out a very methodical argument. Remember we talked about it's almost like Paul is in a courtroom and he's laying out a presentation as he unfolds his understanding of the gospel. Now remember for Paul, the gospel is the good news of God and in it contains the power of God for salvation for all those who will believe. And also in the gospel, the righteousness of God is manifested. And it is though in the first four chapters of the book of Romans, Paul set out to demonstrate what that looks like, how God has revealed his righteousness. And he starts out by very methodically going through and showing how the unrighteousness of man is very evident with the Jews and with the Gentiles. And we went into great detail in those first three chapters talking about all those points. And then we saw in that very pivotal and important passage in Romans 3.21 and following, where Paul says that God has revealed his righteousness apart from the law and prophets, and that his righteousness was revealed in Christ Jesus at the cross. And we talked in great detail there about the significance of how Jesus being publicly displayed as a propitiation for our sins. And in that act, the righteousness or the rightness of God was revealed. And then he talks there for the first time about responding to that righteous act of God in faith and how that faith response is so beautifully demonstrated for us in the life of Abraham. And we worked through chapter four and we looked at how significant faith was in Abraham's life and was that means by which he gained the declaration of righteousness from God. And we too, in response to our faith, will receive the declaration of righteousness in and over our lives. And then what Paul does in chapter 5 is it seems that he shifts into a more of a personal conversation with his actual readers. Let's read the first five verses of chapter five, and I'll get into some preliminary comments to this chapter. It's going to take us a couple of episodes just to get through these first five verses, but let's start by reading them. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exalt in hope of the glory of God. 
And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. Now, we're actually going to focus in this episode on these first couple of verses because they are packed full of some beautiful things to see. Paul starts there and he says, having been justified by faith. Notice that he's talking in the past tense. And he also says that we have peace with God. It's as though now Paul is talking specifically to his audience. And he's saying, as a result of everything that you know to be true about the gospel, I'm now going to move into a discussion of what the Christian life looks like as a result of us responding to God practically by faith in our own personal lives. And he says that we have been justified by faith. Remember, he just ended chapter four. We saw it at the very end of the previous episode when he said that Jesus was raised for our justification. And because Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, the righteousness of God can be declared on people's lives who respond to the good work of God by faith. That's what I call the mechanism or the logistics of the gospel, so to speak. God does what he does in Christ Jesus, and we respond to what he's done by faith. And in responding by faith, we are justified. We are declared as right before God. And what this does is it gives us peace with God. I love that truth. When we experience righteousness, when we experience God declaring over our lives, you are right with me. We have peace with God and we have that peace through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we've also, in addition to the peace that we have, we have obtained an introduction by faith into the grace in which which we stand. So it's like God is leading us by declaring us righteous. He's leading us to a place of living by his grace or living in grace in which we stand, Paul says. And the way that we come to grace is we come by the introduction by faith. Our faith introduces us into a place of grace before God. Now, there's a lot that we're going to say about grace in the next three or four chapters of the book of Romans. It's going to be packed full of Paul's explanation of what the grace of God functionally looks like in our lives, what God has done by his grace for and to us to empower us to live in that place. And Paul says, we stand in that place. I love to talk about this verse because it's so important that we understand that the grace of God is a place that we stand. 
Now, I just want to make one comment on a side note. These ideas of peace and grace are so important in the minds of the apostles when they understood the finished work of Jesus through which God manifested his righteousness. And then the gospel message goes out as an invitation for people to receive this good news of God. The apostles always say it is grace and peace grace and peace. The two work hand in hand. Now, if you go through every epistle of the New Testament, those are the letters that were written by the apostles after the finished work of Jesus. Those apostles that wrote the letters to the churches, every single one of them, Paul, Peter, John, and Jude, when they start their letters, every single one of them greet their readers, and somewhere in those greetings are these words put together, grace and peace. So it's very, very important for us to understand that the essence of the gospel is that we have peace with God, and we've been brought into a place practically where we stand in His grace continually. And Paul says, as a result, we exalt in the hope of the glory of God. And this word exalt means to celebrate profusely. It is that we have great and unspeakable joy where we literally leap up and down with great emotion in the hope of the glory of God. Remember that it's the glory of God that is revealed in the gospel. The glory of God is his righteousness. The glory of God is that he does something for us that we did not deserve, that was a gift based on his unmerited favor. This is the glory of God. This is what he has done in Christ Jesus for us. And it is such incredibly good news. And this is what Paul's bringing across in these verses. He's drawing his reader's attention to the incredible worth of what God has done for them. And it's this beautiful personal exposition of what our experience with God looks like when we respond to him by faith. So these first two verses are going to set the tone for the next four chapters, Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. We're going to be looking at details about how the believer's life looks now that he is standing in grace And this will be a wonderful journey for us to take through these next four chapters of the book of Romans. So today I want you to be encouraged that your justification by your faith has brought you to a place where you have peace with God and you've been introduced by your faith into a grace in which you stand. And because of having peace with God and having a place of grace to stand, your heart can rejoice greatly in the glory of God and what he has done for you. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.